Section five of Treaties on Light by Christian Huygens, translated by Sylvanus P. Thompson. This LibriVox recording is in the public domain. Recording by Avai in November two thousand and twelve. Chapter three, part two, on refraction. Let us pass now to the explanation of the effects of refraction assuming as we have done the passage of waves of light through transparent bodies and the diminution of velocity which these same waves suffer in them the chief property of refraction is that a ray of light such as a b being in the air and falling obliquely upon the polished surface of a transparent body such as f g is broken at the point of incidence b in such a way that with the straight line DBE which cuts the surface perpendicularly it makes an angle CBE less than ABD which it made with the same perpendicular when in the air. And the measure of these angles is found by describing about the point B a circle which cuts the radii AB, BC. For the perpendiculars AD, CE let fall from the points of intersection upon the straight line DE, which are called the sines of the angles ABD, CBE, have a certain ratio between themselves, which ratio is always the same for all inclinations of the incident ray, at least for a given transparent body. This ratio is, in glass, very nearly as 3 to 2, and in water very nearly as 4 to 3, and is likewise different in other diaphanous bodies. Another property, similar to this, is that the refractions are reciprocal between the rays entering into a transparent body and those which are leaving it. That is to say that if the ray AB in entering the transparent body is refracted into BC, then likewise CB being taken as a ray in the interior of its body will be refracted on passing out into BA. To explain then the reasons of these phenomena according to our principles, let AB be the straight line which represents a plane surface bounding the transparent substances which lie towards C and towards N. When I say plane, that does not signify a perfect evenness, but such as has been understood in treating of reflection, and for the same reason. Let the line AC represent a portion of a wave of light, the center of which is supposed so distant that this portion may be considered as a straight line. The piece C, then, of the wave AC, will in a certain space of time have advanced as far as the plane AB, following the straight line CB, which may be imagined as coming from the luminous center, and which consequently will cut AC at right angles. Now, in the same time, the piece A would have come to G along the straight line AG, equal and parallel to CB, and all the portion of wave AC would be at GB if the matter of the transparent body transmitted the movement of the wave as quickly as the matter of the ether. But let us suppose that it transmits this movement less quickly, by one-third, for instance. 
movement will then be spread from the point a in the matter of the transparent body through a distance equal to two-thirds of cb making its own particular spherical wave according to what has been said before this wave is then represented by the circumference snr the center of which is a and its semi-diameter equal to two-thirds of cb then if one considers in order the other pieces h of the wave ac it appears that in the same time that the piece c reaches b they will not only have arrived at the surface ab along the straight lines hk parallel to cb but that in addition they will have generated in the diaphanous substance from the centers k partial waves represented here by circumferences the semi-diameters of which are equal to two-thirds of the lines km that is to say to two-thirds of the prolongations of hk down to the straight line bg for these semi-diameters would have been equal to entire lengths of km if the two transparent substances had been of the same penetrability now all these circumferences have for a common tangent the straight line bn namely the same line which is drawn as a tangent from the point b to the circumference snr which we considered first for it is easy to see that all the other circumferences will touch the same bn from b up to the point of contact n which is the same point where an falls perpendicularly on bn it is then bn which is formed by small arcs of those circumferences which terminates the movement that the wave ac has communicated within the transparent body and where this movement occurs in much greater amount than anywhere else and for that reason this line in accordance with what has been said more than once is the propagation of the wave ac at the moment when its piece c has reached b for there is no other line below the plane ab which is like bn a common tangent to all these partial waves and if one would know how the wave AC has come progressively to BN, it is necessary only to draw in the same figure the straight lines KO parallel to BN and all the lines KL parallel to AC. Thus one will see that the wave CA from being a straight line has become broken in all the positions LKO successively, and that it has again become a straight line at bn this being evident by what has already been demonstrated there is no need to explain it further now in the same figure if one draws eaf which cuts the plane ab at right angles at the point a since ad is perpendicular to the wave ac it will be da which will mark the ray of incident light and AN, which was perpendicular to BN, the refracted ray, since the rays are nothing else than the straight lines along which the portions of the waves advance. Whence it is easy to recognize this chief property of refraction, namely that the sine of the angle DAE has always the same ratio to the sine of the angle NAF, 
whatever be the inclination of the ray DA, and that this ratio is the same as that of the velocity of the waves in the transparent substance which is towards AE to their velocity in the transparent substance towards AF. 4. Considering AB as the radius of a circle, the sine of the angle BAC is BC, and the sine of the angle ABN is AN. But the angle BAC is equal to DAE, since each of them added to CAE makes a right angle. And the angle ABN is equal to NAF, since each of them with BAN makes a right angle. Then also the sine of the angle DAE is to the sine of NAF as BC is to AN. But the ratio of BC to AN was the same as that of the velocities of light in the substance which is towards AE and in that which is towards AF. Therefore also the sine of the angle DAE will be to the sine of the angle NAF the same as the said velocities of light. To see, consequently, what the refraction will be when the waves of light pass into a substance in which the movement travels more quickly than in that from which they emerge, let us again assume the ratio of 3 to 2, it is only necessary to repeat all the same construction and demonstration which we have just used, merely substituting everywhere 3 over 2 instead of 2 over 3. And it will be found by the same reasoning in this other figure that when the piece C of the wave AC shall have reached the surface AB at B, all the portions of the wave AC will have advanced as far as BN, so that BC, the perpendicular on AC, is to AN the perpendicular on BN as 2 to 3. And there will finally be this same ratio of 2 to 3 between the sine of the angle BAD and the sine of the angle FAN. Hence one sees the reciprocal relation of the refractions of the ray on entering and on leaving one and the same transparent body, namely that if NA falling on the external surface AB is refracted into the direction AD, so the ray AD will be refracted on leaving the transparent body into the direction AN. One sees also the reason for a noteworthy accident which happens in this refraction, which is this, that after a certain obliquity of the incident ray DA, it begins to be quite unable to penetrate into the other transparent substance. For if the angle DAQ or CBA is such that in the triangle ACB, CB is equal to two-thirds of AB or is greater, then AN cannot form one side of the triangle ANB, since it becomes equal to or greater than AB, so that the portion of wave BN cannot be found anywhere, neither consequently can AN which ought to be perpendicular to it. And thus the incident ray DA does not then pierce the surface AB. When the ratio of the velocities of the waves is as 2 to 3, as in our example, which is that which obtains for glass and air, 
the angle DAQ must be more than 48 degrees 11 minutes in order that the ray DA may be able to pass by refraction. And when the ratio of the velocities is as 3 to 4, as it is very nearly in water and air, this angle DAQ must exceed 41 degrees 24 minutes. And this accords perfectly with experiment. But it might here be asked, since the meeting of the wave AC against the surface AB ought to produce movement in the matter which is on the other side, why does no light pass there? To which the reply is easy if one remembers what has been said before. For although it generates an infinitude of partial waves in the matter which is at the other side of AB, these waves never have a common tangent line, either straight or curved, at the same moment, and so there is no line terminating the propagation of the wave AC beyond the plane AB, nor any place where the movement is gathered together in sufficiently great quantity to produce light. And one will easily see the truth of this, namely that CB being larger than two-thirds of AB, the waves excited beyond the plane AB will have no common tangent if about the centers K one then draws circles having radii equal to three halves over the lengths LB to which they correspond. For all these circles will be enclosed in one another and will all pass beyond the point B. Now it is to be remarked that from the moment when the angle DAQ is smaller than is requisite to permit the refracted ray DA to pass into the other transparent substance, one finds that the interior reflection which occurs at the surface AB is much augmented in brightness, as is easy to realize by experiment with a triangular prism, and for this our theory can afford this reason. When the angle DAQ is still large enough to enable the ray DA to pass, it is evident that the light from the portion AC of the wave is collected in a minimum space when it reaches BN. It appears also that the wave BN becomes so much the smaller as the angle CBA or DAQ is made less, until when the latter is diminished to the limit indicated a little previously, this wave BN is collected together always at one point. That is to say, that when the piece C of the wave AC has then arrived at B, the wave BN, which is the propagation of AC, is entirely reduced to the same point B. Similarly, when the piece H has reached K, the part AH is entirely reduced to the same point K. This makes it evident that in proportion as the wave CA comes to meet the surface AB, there occurs a great quantity of movement along that surface, which movement ought also to spread within the transparent body, and ought to have much reinforced the partial waves which produce the interior reflection against the surface AB, according to the laws of reflection previously explained. And because a slight diminution of the angle of incidence DAQ causes the wave BN, however great it was, to be reduced to zero, 
for this angle being 49 degrees 11 minutes in the glass, the angle BAN is still 11 degrees 21 minutes, and the same angle being reduced by 1 degree only, the angle BAN is reduced to 0, and so the wave BN reduced to a point. Thence it comes about that the interior reflection from being obscure becomes suddenly bright, so soon as the angle of incidence is such that it no longer gives passage to the refraction. Now, as concerns ordinary external reflection, that is to say, which occurs when the angle of incidence DAQ is still large enough to enable the refracted ray to penetrate beyond the surface AB, this reflection should occur against the particles of the substance which touches the transparent body on its outside. And it apparently occurs against the particles of the air or others mingled with the ethereal particles and larger than they. So, on the other hand, the external reflection of these bodies occurs against the particles which compose them, and which are also larger than those of the ethereal matter, since the latter flows in their interstices. It is true that there remains here some difficulty in those experiments in which these interior reflection occurs, without the particles of air being able to contribute to it, as in vessels or tubes from which the air has been extracted. Experience, moreover, teaches us that these two reflections are of nearly equal force, and that in different transparent bodies they are so much the stronger as the refraction of these bodies is the greater. Thus one sees manifestly that the reflection of glass is stronger than that of water, and that of diamond stronger than that of glass. I will finish this theory of refraction by demonstrating a remarkable proposition which depends on it, namely that a ray of light in order to go from one point to another, when these points are in different media, is refracted in such wise at the plane surface which joins these two media, that it employs the least possible time, and exactly the same happens in the case of reflection against a plane surface. Mr. Fermat was the first to propound this property of refraction, holding with us, and directly counter to the opinion of Mr. Descartes, that light passes more slowly through glass and water than through air. But he assumed besides this a constant ratio of signs which we have just proved by these different degrees of velocity alone, or, rather, what is equivalent, he assumed not only that the velocities were different, but that the light took the least time possible for its passage, and thence deduced the constant ratio of the signs. His demonstration, which may be seen in his printed works and in the volume of letters of Mr. Descartes, is very long, whencefore I give here another, which is simpler and easier. Let KF be the plane surface, A the point in the medium which the light traverses more easily as the air, C the point in the other which is more difficult to penetrate as water. And suppose that a ray has come from A by B to C, having been refracted at B according to the law demonstrated a little before, that is to say that, having drawn PBQ, which cuts the plane at right angles, 
let the sine of the angle ABP have to the sine of the angle CBQ the same ratio as the velocity of light in the medium where A is to the velocity of light in the medium where C is. It is to be shown that the time of passage of light along AB and BC taken together is the shortest that can be. Let us assume that it may have come by other lines, and in the first place along AF, FC, so that the point of refraction F may be further from B than the point A, and let AO be a line perpendicular to AB, and FO parallel to AB, BH perpendicular to FO, and FG to BC. Since then the angle HBF is equal to PBA, and the angle BFG equal to QBC, it follows that the sine of the angle HBF will also have the same ratio to the sine of BFG as the velocity of light in the medium A is to its velocity in the medium C. But these signs are the straight lines HF, BG, if we take BF as the semi-diameter of a circle. Then these lines HF, BG, will bear to one another the said ratio of the velocities. And, therefore, the time of the light along HF, supposing that the ray had been OF, would be equal to the time along BG in the interior of the medium C. But the time along AB is equal to the time along OH, Therefore, the time along OF is equal to the time along AB, BG. Again, the time along FC is greater than that along GC. Then, the time along OFC will be longer than along ABC. But AF is longer than OF. Then, the time along AFC will by just so much more exceed the time along ABC. Now let us assume that the ray has come from A to C along AK, KC, the point of refraction K being nearer to A than the point B is, and let CN be the perpendicular upon BC, KN parallel to BC, BM perpendicular upon KN, and KL upon BA. Here BL and KM are the signs of angles BKL, KBM, that is to say, of the angles PBA, QBC, and therefore they are to one another as the velocity of light in the medium A is to the velocity in the medium C. Then the time along LB is equal to the time along KM, and since the time along BC is equal to the time along MN, the time along LBC will be equal to the time along KMN. But the time along AK is longer than that along AL, hence the time along AKN is longer than that along ABC and KC being longer than KN, the time along AKC will exceed, by as much more, the time along ABC. Hence it appears that the time along ABC is the shortest possible, which was to be proven. End of section 5